and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doong and today we're going to be talking about the secret to happiness. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So gradually the days are getting longer, which is awesome. Um, You know, I'm not a fan of the shorter days, the shorter, colder, darker days. Uh, It's no fun walking snow in the dark, both mornings and evenings, or going for a run in the dark. I much prefer running in daylight. Um, So I'm excited about the days getting longer. It's definitely noticeable in the mornings now. It's getting a bit lighter, a bit earlier, which is nice. Uh, And the same for the evenings as well, which is is awesome. Great news this week about kind of the vaccination um, situation, which is cool. So... Um, I think several million people have been vaccinated now, uh, which I think equates to one in 20 people have been vaccinated, which is which is awesome, which is good effort. So um, looking forward to see that roll out further and starting to see the um, restrictions ease in a few months time once they've got um, even more people vaccinated. So that, that's some really positive news on that front. Hopefully um, you're staying safe wherever you are. Hopefully you're able to... Um, uh, carry on doing what you're doing. Keep aiming for the success you're you're aiming for this year, uh, and kind of getting off the year to to a good start. So this week I wanted to talk about the, the number one secret to happiness. And and last year, you know, we, we we were talking about the number one secret to success. And I think happiness and success are intrinsic intrinsically linked together. When people Typically, when people say they want success, they usually mean happiness. Um, and people can put a value on success, but it's very difficult to put a value on happiness or put a um, a scoring mechanism as such around happiness. Because obviously, it's very subjective. At any given moment in time, you know, you can you can be having the best day ever, and then some, something can kind of upset you and, and and you know change in an instant. So it's very different or difficult to measure happiness compared to measuring success. So when we say we want success, you know. And quite often when we talk about wanting success, we're talking about a certain dollar value in terms of income. You know, we're talking about a certain uh, amount of holidays. We're certain, uh, talking about a certain type of house or a certain type of car. Um, we're talking about being able to reach a certain level of fitness. Whatever success looks like to you, however you represent success in your life, uh, whatever those goals and objectives are for you, you know, it's quite easy to define success in those terms. But if you look, you know, if you look around, it's easy to see people who are successful but are unhappy. You know, how many times a week in the news do we see about uh, a celebrity who appears to have all the success in the world and, uh, you know, they've just... um, uh, just uh, admitted to having a drug issue or um, depression or or any other number of issues that um, you know that we wouldn't necessarily think that they would have because they seem to have all this success around them you know um, you know and quite often success can lead to um, marital problems you know when you look at celebrities you know it, all these kind of issues crop up and it's interesting because, like I say, when we talk about success, we don't tend to talk about our happiness or our um, our relationships. You know, all that is tied into happiness. And, and I think that if we focus on the happiness, after all, this is called the Life Living It and Loving It podcast. So to get to that life that we love, we have to kind of make sure that we're 
measuring the right things and and building a strong foundation for us to grow. And so last week we were talking about um, looking after yourself, right? And I think everybody or everybody who listens to this podcast anyway will more than likely understand what looking after yourself physically means in terms of uh, getting exercise, uh, eating healthily, uh, getting enough sleep, all that good stuff. Everybody kind of understands the physical side of looking after yourself nowadays. I think that's much more uh, uh, common that the knowledge is easier to get hold of. Um, you know, you, you can go and look on YouTube for many different types of workout videos, uh, whether you're into yoga, boxing, cycling, running, whatever it is, um, and a million other, one other things. You can go onto YouTube and watch a video all about that kind of stuff. There's so many more books available about that kind of topic. So, so it's kind of really accessible information and, and you know, it's a lot easier to, to kind of familiarize ourselves with those those things. What's not so common is talking about the emotional um, and kind of the mindful side of that piece, which we mentioned last week as well, you know, and we often look at um, the physical side of things when we're talking about looking after ourselves and we kind of get a good understanding of that, but we don't apply the same principles that we learn there to the emotional and mindful side of our lives. Um, So as an example... Um, we know that if, um, well, let's give a, a, a really basic example. So everybody hates helping friends move house or indeed moving house yourself. It's a real hassle. It's a lot of work, usually involves a lot of lifting, but everybody does it. You know, everybody helps their friends move because um, hopefully they help them back um, in the future at some point. So everybody kind of is familiar with that example. Everybody knows what moving house is like. Um, you know, a, a real, real uh, challenging time. You know, not only have you got the days, weeks of packing beforehand, you've got the unpacking at the other end, you've got the move itself, all challenging stuff. So if we were trying to move house every single day, we'd soon become exhausted through all the, not only through the physical stuff, the the things like the lifting, sofas, beds, whatever, upstairs, or in and out of lorries, that kind of stuff. But you'd also be stressed from never being able to find things, um, struggling to put your hands on something when you need it, struggling to um, kind of find all those key things that you need. Where's the toothbrush today? Where are your clothes packed? Where's that book that you wanted to read? You know, they're all going to be in different boxes in different rooms in different places. And if you're trying to move every day, you know, you're going to become physically and mentally exhausted fairly quickly. But we don't apply those same principles. So if we're doing heavy lifting every day, we're going to become tired. But if we're heavy lifting in terms of emotionally doing heavy lifting every day, we're equally going to become exhausted as well. So, and... These things that kind of drain our energy are not as obvious as when you're doing a physical activity, such as moving house. Um, You know, that's a real obvious one. You're going to notice that. But there are things that drain your energy a little bit at a time. And over a long period of time, that can be the equivalent of doing heavy lifting. And you can lose your energy and and kind of lose your drive and motivation with it. Um, 
sometimes we need or want to push our limits you know um and that's the same with working out maybe you're training for a particular race so you want to push the limits and the boundaries of what you've trained for before and that's the same um in terms of mindfulness you may want to push the limits maybe you're working on a particular project so you don't mind the, um, the additional stress the additional pressure pressure that causes for a short period of time but if you keep that up over a long period of time of weeks months years um, you know, you're eventually going to uh, break break yourself down uh, and have some really negative effects as a result of that, you know. Um, so whenever we're pushing limits, whenever we're pushing boundaries, we need to make sure that they're only temporary solutions, that we're only doing that temporarily. We're not making that a long-term fix. Uh, the same as you wouldn't move house every day for a year. You, d- you don't want to be doing that heavy lifting with your mind for a year either. You need to make sure that you've got some time scheduled in for days off, for time off here and there, um, the same as you would with physical activities. You cannot keep physical activities up forever. You cannot keep your uh, mindful activities up forever either. So we're kind of talking about um, conserving your energy and and making sure that we're applying our energy to the right places. Um, So we've got to stop moving those emotional houses every day, all day, every day. You know, that's going to really cause problems. Um, You know, uh, uh, an example of this, you know, um, I'm sure we've all got people like this in our lives, you know, a family member or a friend who's uh, who asks you for advice on something that you're quite knowledgeable about maybe so you spend half an hour an hour talking them through an issue um you give them a load of really great information um uh, and they go off and then the next day you hear about them this kind of complaining about the same thing and you say oh did you do that stuff that we went through yesterday did you manage to do that how did that work and they say oh no 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 we didn't do any of that we went and did this instead and we've all got these people in our lives that kind of take that knowledge, take our time um, without kind of implementing it or getting any benefit from that. Uh, and, and that can be quite demoralizing. But it's also a, a bad use of your time as well, because if somebody's not um, following that information, not making the most of that time that you've given them, it's kind of, you know, you could have put that time better to better use elsewhere doing other things. So we've got to stop giving advice or spending that time on those people who aren't going to use it, uh, who are only abusing it. You know, we've got to stop allowing people to use your own energy for their projects, for their momentum. You know, a lot of people um, talk to me you know, through our coaching projects about ideas that they've had about, um, you know, whether that's business ideas or or otherwise, you know, maybe it's about um, ideas they're going to use for training. Um, And and they kind of ask for advice and guidance on what to do next, what the next step is. Um, and, And, you know, a lot of times people are trying to make the best use of your energy for for their projects. And whilst that's not a problem in itself. If you're giving all your energy to other people, then it's going to be very difficult to maintain the momentum and put the energy to your own energy to good use in other places where you need it. So if you're giving your energy to other people, um, you know, it's going to be very difficult to, to, to use it where you then need it, which is then going to have knock on effects for, for yourself. So we need to make sure that where we're putting our energy, People are going to make use of it um, or put it to, to better use elsewhere. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of sayings around 
we need to make sure that we're using the same energy for en- uh, for everything. You know, ec- you know, there's a really common saying which is excellence is not an act; it's a habit. So you can't be excellent uh, just you know at one thing or for a day. You've not you've got to make excellence a habit because it's something that you do over and over again. So to achieve excellence, you have to create those really good habits, and you've got to put that energy to best use. If you put average energy into things, then you're only ever going to get average results. And if you're using average energy for the most important things, then you're going to have knock-on effects on all the other parts of your life as well. Uh, So an example of this is sometimes, you know, when you're at work and your boss asks you to do something and you only put 80% of of your energy into that, you know, you need to be able to put 100% energy into that, the same as you would for those things for yourself. So we need to make sure that we excel at those things, even those things that we don't particularly want to do. So maybe, like I said, maybe your boss has asked you to do something you don't particularly want to do it. You need to make sure that you put 100% into that to to maintain that excellence because how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? So to be able to achieve excellence, you have to be excellent at everything uh, because it's not just one act as we just talked about. and when you do give 100% something, you need to give 100% of your best self. You need to be able to give everything you have from a position, a, a great starting position. If you're starting that you're already tired, you're, um, you're already worn out, even if you're putting 100% of the energy that you've got into that, that's still not your best self. So you need to be able, looking after yourself is about making sure that you stay ready, that you can be able to put 100% into whatever comes your way. Because if you're you're not working optimally, then you're not giving people your best self and you know everybody around you deserves to see your best self, especially you, you know, um, we're often um, kind to other people right? So when we're talking to other people, we give them a break, you know, we understand that other people have problems, um, that they have lives, you know, with things that affect them. But we're very harsh on ourselves. We very rarely give ourselves a break. We hold ourselves usually to higher expectations than we hold other people, which is fine. But we need to realise that that we are people too. Uh, We need to not be so harsh on ourselves. Uh, and we need to be able to give ourselves the space and the time needed to be able to give people the best self. Um, and, and a good example of this is the story that we're all told as children. It's about uh, uh, a couple of people who build houses. Uh, you know, one, one builds a house on a rock, which is a solid foundation, and another builds the house on sand, and eventually the house on the sand comes tumbling down. Well, we need to make sure we build our lives on the rocks. We need to make sure that we build ourselves on rocks, and we need to give ourselves a really good foundation, and we get that foundation by looking after ourselves and making sure that we can operate in our best self for other people and for ourselves. So we need to build that foundation and this foundation will create um, and allow us to create things that will allow us to be successful, that will allow us to be happy further down the line. So by looking after ourselves, we're building a really solid foundation and that's both physically and 
um, mindfully, emotionally, however you want to uh, um, call it. You know, they're both equally important and we need to make sure that we've got that foundation so that we can be successful and continue being successful and being happy and start loving that life that we love as we go on. Um, you know, I'm going to end on a, on a little bit of a quote that I heard, um, which I, I actually I actually quite like. Um, you know, and it goes like this. Worry does not empty tomorrow of sorrow. And I think that the sorrow is, um, you know, if we're worrying, we're not reducing the impact of tomorrow. So we're just increasing our own stress. Worry does not empty tomorrow of sorrow, but it empties today of strength and joy. So that worry is breaking down your strength and joy today, um, which which is not a good place to be in. We need to have that strength. We need to be able to have that joy. We need to be able to live in a place where we can be happy and not worry about the stresses of tomorrow, not worry about the stresses of yesterday either. Um, because if we're constantly worried about what's happened in the past, how can we look forward to to mark the joy of tomorrow and enjoy the presence of today either so um you know let me so let me run through that now that i've got that one right in my head worry does not empty tomorrow of sorrow but it empties today of strength and joy so let's work on building those really solid foundations for ourselves let's take care of ourselves this year and you know this is more important than ever you know with the pandemic um, with all the, the the kind of negative things going on in the world let's look out for ourselves let's look out for other people our family our friends and those people around us let's make sure that we've got that solid foundation so we really can live that life that we love thanks very much for listening we'll see you guys next week <laughs>